0: Podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. ACAST recommends podcasts we love. Changemakers is a new podcast series with me, Claire McKenna. Acast is home to the world's best podcasts, including the David McWilliams podcast, I'm Grandmam, and the one you're listening to, right now. Uh, I'm really proud of my country. We're not the biggest, we're not the tallest, but... (laughs) we came here to win we are preparing this since four years so i'm really proud of my country Oh,
1: <laughs> i mean oh. what can you say oh <laughs> horrible isn't it i can't
0: i'll tell you what I, I covered that game for the guardian yeah and i properly typed and i and I, I had to, you know i do the, the little updates and i went and here's mm. the captain Yaminara. Mm. Yeah. And as he started talking, I was typing with like tears rolling down my cheeks. I know um, it was I, I was up I, at half four or what? I don't know what it was.
1: No, absolutely wasn't. Because every time I've watched it since, especially that sort of look right at the start, where you can tell that he's right on the verge he's of going. He's desperately trying to
0: hold it in because he's on the telly. Yeah.
1: yeah. Oh, oh, just absolutely breaks me every time.
0: What's funny though is he did one about an hour later. This is like the ground's dark, everyone's gone, he's got a jacket on. And this yeah. is this is kind of how this one came out. For for these guys, uh, not, I had a yellow card and I couldn't finish, but seeing
1: them as they tackle, it's really, makes me really proud. Uh, we we <laughs> do not have so going. much many oh, players. God, we are all from Uruguay, where <laughs> we all live there. Yes. And we know that we have to give more than 100% to to win these matches. And
0: tonight, uh, it was the it was the the, the opportunity. We knew we had a, the opportunity. Oh, he's just saying much. He's
1: just like, he's not calmed down at all. He's never going to calm down again. Uh, and I it don't was blame literally him.
0: dark by then. If he had a jacket on, yeah. and there was nobody else at the ground. And he was still just, every <laughs> time I opened my mouth, I can't, I can't.
1: I mean, before we get into talking about all this, um, I mean, first of all, actually, before we we start the podcast properly, I'd like to to uh, wish you happy uh, Saint Lloyd Williams's Day.
0: <laughs> yes. Well, I was going to do this because Anna, lovely <laughs> listener and patron, Anna did get in touch to say that uh, shit for me today. When we do shit good later, it would yeah. be. This is the fourth anniversary. Bang on to the day when yes. something happened in a game at Twickenham, which I struggle to recall even to this day.
1: May the spirit of uh, Gareth Davis be upon you all and uh, may you not make ill-advised decisions to kick to the corner when you should just go for a draw. That's all I'm going to say. You were were at that game, weren't you? I was was fucking at that game, mate. A,
0: On a fucking freebie as well, weren't you?
1: Was yes, probably t- top five moments of my life. Depressingly, but uh, <laughs> I mean, it's just a magical, magical day. No, nobody went home. Getting married's all
0: right, isn't it? But it's, it's
1: all right, yeah. But you know, it's not. It's not beating England that took them and knocking them out of their own World Cup, is it? I it's mean. Not.
0: So, anyway, welcome to the Blood and Mud yes. podcast, everybody. <laughs> in this greatest of rugby weeks that just continues, um, we need to yeah. get stuck right in, but you want to get in touch with us? I'm at Blood and Mud or Lee at Blood and Josh is. At Josh Gardner, uh, at Rugby Watch and indeed Rugby Shitwatch.com. We're on ACAST, iTunes, and everywhere else you can get podcasts from. We are also on Patreon.com slash Blood and Mud for those people who want to use oh, yes, support. Are. And so many of you do it, and we're so grateful. You know, we are only a small podcast, but yet you give us your support. Uh, so, um, the, um, so if you become a patron, you get, you get ad-free episodes and you get a little bit of extra stuff like our World Cup retrospectives and stuff like that. Coming up for patrons, uh, just after the World Cup, we've teed up another Q&A episode, Q&A episode but we've actually got a different lineup coming in. But probably It looks mm. like we've had confirmed... Shall we tease it or tell people?
1: I mean, two people that they might know.
0: They will know them, That's my... but anyway, we'll leave it at that and we'll tell you later yeah, yeah. on.
1: Yeah, um, yeah.
0: As you know, you can join the, there are two levels of patronage at Patreon. There's the normal stuff and then there's the VIP lounge where people pay a little bit of extra to come in and be a little bit closer, a bit more close in our 90s bar vibe. They fancy having to go on a six foot kaplunk, something like that, yeah. you know, when they can come through the velvet rope and do that. And since Monday, we've had two more people come into the VIP lounge, and that's Richard Lead and Neil Gregory, who, as you Fair know, you both. as you all know, are now two of our closest and dearest friends. So,
1: absolutely, thank you very it's much. You. And to be honest with you, Juan Manuel Gaminara doesn't have to pay; he can just come in.
0: No, he's he's completely he can, he doesn't he's, have to pay. In fact, yeah. I just sent my Patreon money to him now <laughs> because <laughs> yeah, that's just, just the best thing to do. He
1: deserves it. He's he's four years younger than me. He's five and foot
0: six. He,
1: yeah. And, actually, and he's can we just take a step younger.
0: back away from the rugby field? Yeah. Imagine yeah. how fucking hard as nails that lad is. I know. Well,
1: exactly. But look at him, though. Look at him. He's four years younger than me, and he looks like he could be my dad. I mean, there's tough paper rounds, and uh, then there's been a five foot six international rugby player.
0: Some poor fucker in a bar has mistaken yeah. that slightly short, middle-aged-looking, <laughs> balding man. <laughs> For an easy touch, haven't they, and come off yeah. very badly at some point. There was
1: there was a glorious moment of like casual shithousery in at the cl- dying stages of that game, where he basically just held on to a ball for ages <laughs> when it was a Fiji penalty, and just like I just played the mo- it was it was basically straight out of the Uruguay football school of just being an absolute twat, <laughs> but it was glee, just. The penalty had been awarded about 30 seconds hence, and it was about 79 minutes, and he just held on to it as if he'd forgotten that he, you know, he pretended like he'd forgotten that he had to release the ball at any point. It was wonderful. <laughs> I love him. I absolutely love him.
0: And he looks exactly like an amateur back row we've all played with. That's what yeah. I also love about it as well. They the whole all thing. do. The, yeah, the whole amazing. fucking
1: team looks like they should be playing like Sunday or Saturday rugby somewhere.
0: That bloke came like, off the bench, Rombis, the proper came off. He's a farmer. <laughs> He's basically said he stopped farming because he's giving rugby one last go and he's got some like crap contract with some club somewhere.
1: It's It was, I mean, where else can we start? Yes. really. I spent the entirety,
0: I actually probably, I am probably responsible for Uruguay winning, by the way, because I spent the entirety of my preamble saying about this is going to be a very long couple of hours, you know, they're going to give the best and they're a bit better than they were. And they've got a bit of a pathway in place now, but this is going to be awful. And oh my God, I've never been so happy to be wrong in my life.
1: Oh, absolutely. I I turned it on at half. Like I woke up at about half, at half time and looked at the score and was like, well, to <laughs> looks like I'm going like to be late for work today. <laughs> uh, and yeah, it was just a remarkable second half of just absolute bloody mindedness combined with some stellar incompetence.
0: I mean, Fiji, man, honestly, in attack, they were clumsy, but... In defense, it was kind of unforgivable, really they just it, they, they really could not be asked, and I, I, people talk about the, the turnaround, it's not that I'm no, sorry it, it, it isn't
1: that. all to do with it like for all, all of I, I agree with Ben Ryan a lot of the times when he's making these points about tier two nations, this had fuck all to do with that, and everything to do with the fact that they looked at that Uruguay team and thought we're literally twice the size of all of them. <laughs> this is going to be easy, lads. They couldn't as if they tried and they just massively underestimated them. They thought that they could just fucking turn up, not try and win. And I mean, it's frustrating from a Wales fans point of view, because we're probably going to reap some sort of <laughs> whirlwind,
0: yeah. yeah.
1: But you know, it's, it's, this is what happens at the world cup. If you don't give teams, a, you know, the due amount of respect.
0: And it, know, was it was like also about that they really could have. The only person who came on and looked like... Who actually looked like he was like, I've got a fucking idea of what we need to do about this, was Matawalu when he came on.
1: Oh, absolutely. Well, he scored two tries. And I mean, just,
0: but also was just trying to, you know, fucking yeah. come on, come on, come on sort of thing.
1: Tempo lads, yeah. yeah, they're, yeah. they're tiny. They literally can't keep up with us if yeah. we play at tempo. And just everybody else was just intent on just throwing the ball at their feet.
0: And they were absolutely breathing so out good. of their eyeballs by about minute 65, even with the bench coming on. They were really fucking struggling and uh, Uruguay, which is a ridiculous thing to say because they won the game but you could see as you watch against oh, they, they look fucking knackered. knackered. they look knackered now and yet still um it, it, it happened looked like every I tackle would did. be
1: someone's last <laughs> he's you know? like, yeah. it's like fucking <laughs> hell like, i don't think he's going to get back up you after that. just don't that. get up I from those Gene. he <laughs> would have been yeah. one of those on there. <laughs> um
0: but yeah oh. it was it was but what a performance it was it was like I think I wrote at one point. I said it, it, they've basically played like fifteen exposed hearts on legs. Basically, they yeah. were just unbelievable. And that thing about it's easy to be trite and about you know like, this is my country, but that would have been a massive part of what they were doing for each other and for what yeah, Uruguay they were is. For each other. Yeah.
1: Heart and tenacity. Like it just goes to show that like not always, but heart and tenacity and just playing for you know it's a team game and if you are playing for each other in that kind of way you can beat teams that are you know fiji in terms of individual talent there's an argument to be made that fiji have more talent than every hmm. other team in the world but they don't harness it properly and they are lots of reasons for but, that yeah lots of reasons but yeah you know You know, man for man, there is not a single Uruguayan player that you would have taken ahead of a Fiji player before this game. No. Not a single one of them plays in a top-flight league anywhere in the world. You know, the best they've got is a couple of lads in Division 2.
0: Yeah, but Casey plays for Dax, doesn't he, the outside half?
1: Yeah. But Dax, yeah, Dax are in
0: like Mm. Oh, yeah, yeah, the second division. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, I think they might even be in Federale 2 now, so they might have got fucking relegated because of financial You wouldn't
0: look at him and think that, would you? He, the way he, no. he, he pulled that game together, absolutely not. And like,
1: and the some cat af- at outside like,
0: centre was magnificent.
1: And yeah, like it, it's it, it shouldn't have happened. Like, no, I was, I think I said after the game that it was a bigger upset than Japan South Africa, and I stand by that to be honest. Because like, while Japan South Africa was obviously a more high profile game, I honestly think like the pre match gulf between the two teams. Hmm. Is bigger in terms of Japan, who let's not forget had Eddie Jones as coach, and have had huge amounts of money thrown at them by the JRFU and World Rugby because of the fact
0: that they were hosting this World Cup and a number and they, of reasonable imports and fire. a lot,
1: you know, a number of reasonable. Yeah, you know, there's just a fair number of foreign-born lads in there yeah, that are not. Nothing in wrong that.
0: with that, but that's running right, they were close that, so, yeah. that's
1: a, you know they you know they are the very best of the tier 2 teams in that regard and you know they smash through the asian five nations every year they score tries for fun etc 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 and then you've got uruguay where half of them don't even get fucking paid full time wages to bloody play rugby they didn't have a fucking kit sponsor until about 3 weeks ago
0: so you know, obviously, the answer are. is to not have a sponsor because it makes the most lovely kits, It would seem. <laughs> oh, I hate that kit. It well, the Uruguay one.
1: Yeah, it looks oh, like, like it. the nineties. Well, maybe that's why I like it. Maybe it is. Yeah.
0: But it was, and uh, actually, yeah. it's easy to talk about heart, and, and that was a huge part mm. of it. But actually, I watched the game again, and when I read over it again, there was no small amount of ability in there. Actually, they've got yeah, some they really, some they've really got, got some, drives. they run some really nice patterns as well. off first phase, they're well coached. They know what they're doing. Yeah. Their skill level was pretty decent. Skill that was well. decent as well. Yeah, mm. yeah, and that kind of it was. What was noticeable is they weren't even trying to challenge Fiji at the breakdown at all. They were fanning no, out. they
1: were really smart. They were savvy with it.
0: Yeah, and, and they thought, well, actually, if you offload, we'll just cover it. And they had quite a good cover yeah. defense and everything. Quite an old-fashioned defense in many ways. Actually, bit of a blitz. Yeah, to it, it was it. a sort
1: of um, yeah. There was a bit of that old umbrella defense sort yeah, of vibe. Yeah,
0: absolutely. Yeah, it was. Yeah, which, with a bit of drifting yeah. behind. Yeah, it was interesting. Um so they play Georgia now on Sunday don't they again I I have that match as well I realised I looked at my calendar Um, so I'm up again on Sunday morning the the horrible thing is I just hope it doesn't all come crashing down now because everyone will be thinking "Ah, Georgia they've not been on great shakes either have they so
1: I mean who thinks like those if they've got any sense like those lads should have just been getting drunk (laughs) if they can't so like (laughs) I don't. I just don't want them to win any more games because fuck it. Like this, that enjoy that wonderful, wonderful moment. Don't fucking tarnish it with trying to be professional about it. You know, just fucking. <laughs> yes.
0: Yeah. Treat it like a proper amateur tour. Yeah. Yeah. Enjoy that moment. How are we prepared for this game? Well, I'll be funny, but we've been pissed since Wednesday, <laughs> and the only thing I've eaten is I made a kebab out of some sushi. <laughs>
1: Aras just turns up with like a traffic cone on his head.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yes, please right, do. Dads. Yeah, and a traffic cone on his head and a load of uh, pennants from the rugby club that they uh, they've been drinking. <laughs> in. Um, yeah, it'll be it'll be absolutely wonderful. And and the scenes at the end when they all raced into oh, each other's God. arms and dissolved into tears was just. Oh, uh, I mean, it's really not so just rugby; a lot of sport. As those, but there was something just so so purely life affirmingly wonderful yeah. about all of it, it. It was just amazing. It's the sort of
1: thing that doesn't come along in sport that often, um, especially when in it does, rugby a game privileged. you
0: can control territory and possession so well. That's mm. why upsets don't tend to happen. Yeah, and even towards I, I. When did you start to believe? Oh, they can actually probably win this because I was I was not convinced it. <sighs>
1: Uh, 10 minutes to go yeah maybe because yeah. Fiji just looked so terminally fucking when they hit that, knocked that penalty over I thought I don't think Fiji have got the wherewithal to score two in this time yeah but when they were smashing on the door at the end I thought oh please don't let them score a quick one at 78 minutes and then score another one at 79 minutes yeah. or something it had that vibe that it could happen at any second and that's kind of what made it even better was this sort of Right up until the fucking death, there was this sense that it could all go horribly wrong.
0: And I thought I thought but when they didn't... brought Matawala and Volavola on, I thought, oh, this could get oh, nasty now. <laughs> they, they, <laughs> yeah, you know, they'll, yeah. they'll get this bat line moving. And, and it just didn't happen. And I think it's part of it is because Fiji just couldn't keep, be shaken out of their mental torpor, I don't think. But no, I mean, part of it was the fact picking. that Uruguay Fuck just kept me. fucking getting... Uruguay had no scrum to speak of until probably about 20 minutes to go either. Don't forget that. They didn't really no. have you know a set piece in the scrum either it was a what a game what a what a tournament what a life it's
1: it's a game that will and should be long remembered you know probably much longer than whoever the fuck wins this tournament you know (laughs) it's like these sort of moments are genuinely special and yeah i'm just fucking it was great wasn't it it was absolutely fucking brilliant
0: let's move on then what else has happened since we were last on Russia lost to Samoa convincingly in the international uh, yes. wind piping championship <laughs> in 2019
1: uh, let's be honest that game was if I was Lynn Jones I would be very cross about that game because the Zams were two red cards mm. the most red of red cards and once again in this fucking tournament We had refs basically talking themselves out of using the actually applying the laws how they're supposed to be applied. And, you know, I'm sure that, to be honest, even with 13 men, I reckon Samoa probably would have had a bit too much for Russia. But 13 men is a hell of a disadvantage in rugby.
0: You would Well, we'll Uh, never find out now, will we?
1: We'll never fucking know now. Yeah, it's yeah, it's a it's a killer, to be honest. But what can you say? Because Russia were winning at halftime,
0: do not we? I know, yeah. And that's that's the wonderful thing about this. I'm sure it's coming. Another game I'm covering is Namibia versus South Africa on Saturday. So there's not been a complete and utter sort of insurance job yet, has there? But I feel that was probably (laughs) going to be one. But but it's been great. There hasn't been one so far. Every game, even though there's been some decent winning margins, have not been... Well, up until maybe yeah. today, up until maybe today, I was going to. I think yeah. I think
1: Italy Canada today was a bit of an insurance job.
0: Yeah,
1: but even to be that said though, like even though the scoreline looks pretty fucking comprehensive, I just don't. It didn't feel like an absolute battering mm. because Canada genuinely had loads of opportunities to score and loads of opportunities when they cut through Italy's defense really easily. But they just had hands like feet all game long, and they bombed about six tries. And you know, not everybody. Nobody's going to score all of their chances, but you should score me. some. You should score some. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was really like, and defensively, Canada were a fucking shambles. Like Italy. I mean, don't forget, for... if they
0: hadn't qualified for this, they were nearly out of business, weren't they?
1: Canada. Yeah, you know, that's what they're. up I mean, they're, against. Just, they're just glad to still exist and be here. And I, th- I mean. At what point do we start talking about Clive Woodward today? Because yeah, he was probably gonna man, come
0: up in shit, but go on.
1: <laughs> I mean, that man has just been taking a shit with his clothes on for the last two days. But particularly this morning when he was doing the the punditry with Delalio and mm. um and Pugach and said, you know, and totally unchallenged basically that Canada had had loads of money invested in their sevens team and blah 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 and all this sort of stuff and it's like, well, no, that's not true. They've literally nearly went fucking bankrupt and you haven't even bothered to check.
0: And I think his He's take on spouting the, bollocks. His take on the Reese Hodge thing. Oh my god. Which was so wrong and has been done to death on Twitter. We don't need to go through it again. Yeah. Here to say that yes. What, it's, what annoys me about it, it's not the fact that he has an opinion I don't agree with, it's how spectacularly and disgracefully uninformed it is. He's obviously not even they... bothered to have a look at what the laws are, and it's like that, that exactly the same example with the kind of thing. You've not even bothered to actually even do a, the, the most minuscule bit of research before you just start fucking sounding off about this stuff.
1: Yeah, I mean, the stupidity of what he said is obvious and clear, we don't mm. need to go there. Mm. It was one of the stupidest things that anyone has ever said from a publisher's I mean, come on, day. Josh.
0: How are you supposed to stop these big lads? <laughs> li- how, how Without do, taking their fucking how heads How do these off. so-called experts and decision-makers expect you to stop these big, powerful lads if you can't use a lump hammer, you know?
1: Uh, I did powerfully enjoy um, Jerry Flannery's absolutely withering sarcasm <laughs> in response to this, by the way, which was just... I mean, where he was like saying basically that, you know, admin guys making decisions to see if each of them can then legally tackle Yato. And if they fail to do so, then Hodge just gets a yellow. It can be very (laughs) hard to tackle powerful guys legally. Yes, indeed. (laughs) <laughs> and, Unbelievable. And then, when, and then when presented with the evidence of Shane Lowry tackling a big bloke, when I believe Lowry utilised a bottle of pepper spray just prior to <laughs> making the tackle. This momentarily blinds the powerful ball carrier and opens a window for the smaller man to execute the tackle. That's the level of response it deserved. Yes. I.e. withering sarcasm and taking the piss. Yeah. But the the reality is that he's on fucking ITV. He is like lots of people are watching this World Cup who do not watch rugby all the time hmm. and they think that Clive Woodward he knows, what led, about. <laughs> knows what he's talking about know, he's gone from tedious irritation which he's always been to someone that's actively kind of promoting and grandstanding for something dangerously and quite hideously uninformed in terms of its interpretations of the rules Like ITV shouldn't be using this guy because he's, he's Saying things that are damaging to the game and the reputation of the game and to players and to sort of the whole debate around player safety, he's basically fucking dismissing because he doesn't like it. It's just.
0: Yeah, um, at least Delalio did call him out on it, to be fair. He did, yeah. But, you
1: know, it was particularly horribly kind of timed in the fact that fucking Nicholas Chauvin's dad has fucking filed a manslaughter lawsuit today. Hmm. And I mean, this is fucking seismic stuff.
0: Whatever the rights and wrongs of that, whatever opinion you may have on that, we always knew this was coming.
1: Yeah, we've been saying for and months. And to be fair, rugby knew it was coming, is coming,
0: so they yeah, thought they it was going to get destroyed as well. Yeah.
1: And then at the same time, you get fucking dickheads like Clive Woodward trying to say that you know, if the only way you can tackle a big lad is to take his fucking head off, then that should be perfectly fine as long as you didn't mean to hurt him. Fuck off. Honestly, the, the the sort of irresponsibility of it. Yes,
0: it's disgraceful. Well. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, I don't
1: want to talk about it anymore because yeah, so there like you go. That's that. And he's fucking making me angry. So
0: Italy beat um, Canada.
1: Yes, Italy. Are better That's the other thing as, in, as well. They spent,
0: they, they spent the entirety of the punditry not even bothering to discuss Italy or Canada because why yeah, would you want to talk about that? Yeah, yeah.
1: When
0: well, you can have David Flatman in a cable car talking about an England game, Nothing <laughs> against Flatman. Yeah. He doesn't make decisions no. about production, does he? But. Uh,
1: no, but it, it was pretty galling that they had a two, a three Englishman panel say absolutely nothing but things that were wrong about both. <laughs> when they
0: even bothered to say something about yeah. the game,
1: yeah. and then just talked about England most of the time. But it anyways. was yeah. But in the actual game, Italy very good, fair yeah. play. Um, that back row, woof, much yeah. better without Sergio. Let's be honest. Yeah. Jake Paledri doing exactly what I said he would do at the start of the tournament, by the way. Uh, just absolutely fucking ballering all over the place. Uh, I did take issue with whoever, Martin Gillingham, I think, was commentating, who said that uh, 18 months ago, Jake Paledry was buttering sandwiches in a, a Bristol subway restaurant. They don't fucking butter they the sandwiches in Subway, subway. Have you yeah. ever been in a subway? There's no butter Plus, in there. In
0: Britain, that's not what, we don't call those things sandwiches. Sandwiches is on flatbread. Yeah. Exactly. I mean like literally bread, normal bread. I don't mean like a flat bread. <laughs> yeah.
1: No, that's not. Yeah. That's not a it's, sandwich it's a, either.
0: Yeah. A sandwich it's, is done on Warburton's Toasted Bread or a variant thereof.
1: <laughs> Whatever a subway is, it ain't a sandwich. Exactly. Yeah.
0: That's what confused me when I went to America. And got a, a section of the, of the menu, sandwiches, and it was hamburgers. That's not a sandwich. What's wrong with you?
1: <laughs> I mean, there's a whole debate in America about whether a hot dog is a sandwich, and um, you know, we're trying to we're trying to keep this podcast relatively quick tonight. So we
0: could, we could go, go yeah, on. Then. But can I just. Oh, well, we can keep it quick. It fucking isn't. So there you go. It fucking isn't.
1: Absolutely not. But, you know, it is, you know, meat between uh, two bits of bread, sort of. But they're joined mean,
0: together. So dis disqualifies so so immediately.
1: So is a bread roll, you know?
0: That's not a sandwich.
1: You don't cut it properly. That's a roll. It's a butty, it's a butty then, isn't it?
0: No, that's not. A, but no. A butty nah. or a sandwich is only on toasty type bread or variations thereof. <laughs> How many times do you need telling? See, tell see this is
1: what we're this is what we're talking about. This is the, the absolute mind sandwich minefield that Martin <laughs> Gillingham has un, unintentionally opened
0: I'm up. I'm gonna tweet that get right now and get him told. Yeah. So yeah, so what were we talking about? Uh, oh yeah, so Paladri, uh, outstanding, negri, oof.
1: Oh, oof, stain, oof.
0: <laughs> yes. They're
1: just horrible. The three of them are horrible. I'd hate Each to play in a different
0: way. A different variation yeah. of horrible. Like a mild, <laughs> medium and hot horrible sauce. Basically. They're basically
1: like a hydra of twats. And I love it. <laughs> I would hate to play against it, but they are gloriously balanced. And very, very dynamic in a way that show, really, really demonstrates how undynamic Sergio is now. It's like, even if you put him in with two of the others... He's basically just this fucking giant bald ship's anchor at the back going, lads, lads, I used to be able to do this.
0: Give me that ball. No.
1: (laughs) Yeah, no. We're much quicker than you and more (laughs) agile and stronger now. I mean, he's just, he's a fucking mascot now, surely. If Conor O'Shea starts him in the next game against the All Blacks, he's mental.
0: He's like a reverse mumra. He's (laughs) He's transformed into like the crap one in like a dressing gown who looks all weak.
1: <laughs> He's exactly that, yeah.
0: Yeah. Anyway, where we, so that was Italy on their march. And it, the funny thing is, there's loads of people kind of quite, a few, we're going on to England now, we're quite few about the England game. And, I, and, and actually, I think it was a very solid performance. But let's not forget, Italy beat a tier two team, 48-7. Mm-hmm. England beat a tier two team, 45-7. So very similar yeah. scoreline, but nobody's getting into a frothing wank over Italy, are they?
1: I no, think the positive about it's, the
0: England performance. Okay, Don't get me wrong; yeah. I'm not saying, but let's just let's just and, and actually, it's where it's I it it was what I wanted to see. There was, was more about done. today, but I mean, USA were were really bad defensively. Their drift defense was
1: unbelievably naive because it just left huge gaps for any sort of blindside player coming in to just run through. Did they? But oh. they they just didn't like tackling either. I don't know if that's something that Canada and the USA have been working on together, but neither of them seem that keen on tackling.
0: Acast recommends podcasts we love. Changemakers is a new podcast series with me, Claire McKenna. Acast is home to the world's best podcasts, including the David McWilliams podcast, I'm Grandmam, and the one you're listening to, right now. I watched second half, and I think, apart from when they scored right at the end, in the second half, Mm. did USA actually have the ball at any time in the second half? It was absolutely spectacular how little they had it in the first half as well. I only sort of like, highlights of
1: that, so you can never really, tell. What was really interesting, I thought, with that first half was that even though they were defending quite badly and England had an awful lot of the ball, you know, it still wasn't, you know, they England scored three tries in the first half, fair enough. But it wasn't like the sort of level of battering that it probably should have been. I still just like we said on Monday, I just I've got this feeling that. There's just a. England are not uh, keeping something back. A, most of it. They've got to be keeping most of it back because they figure at this point they can just use power to win.
0: Apart from because Jonathan Joseph, seemed, who looked hot. Oh, hot piss,
1: yeah. But he was just doing what he wanted to, effectively, which is kind of exactly what was happening on Monday. It was like, all right, lads, go out there, smash him up front, and then backs, just do what you want, lads was basically yeah. the vibe. And, yeah, it, it felt a bit like that again. And it was very effective and it was very efficient because USA were even less up for a physical fight than Tonga were. You know, Tonga, at least, were putting in some big hits. Mm. Whereas the USA, aside from putting one big hit into Owen <laughs> Farrell's face, um, yes. <laughs> were not uh, really up for much of
0: anything at all. And How many times yeah, did, did the, the ref watch efficient. that, by the way? He was like, "What? Why you? Why are you having to watch this ten times? Yeah. I yeah. saw that once watch and oh, 'Oh, you're going oh, off for that, lad.' Time, yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> How did he watch that seven thousand times and not even take a look at Pierce Francis early smack in the game? Lot? I'm guessing the first fucking kick, like first tackle of the game. You should have been off for good. Shoulder to the head, mate. There's absolutely there's no mitigation there. No, you're off. And I'm sure we won't see him for the rest of the group stages as a result, but." It's not exactly a massive loss for England, is it? I don't, think he's, I don't think he's in good the good
0: first sense. 23 thinking, really.
1: No. no, he's not. But certainly not with the way Jonathan Joseph played. Um,
0: oh, yeah. well yeah. He'll be on the bench now, won't he? You're going to have two Alangi. It's going to be Ford Farrell Tua Alangi with JJ on the bench, I'm guessing. Is there,
1: is there an argument, though, that England's probably most threatening combination attacking threat and defensive solidity, England's best 10-12-13 is... Farrell to Joseph because Ilagi and jo- and Joseph could be could wreak absolute havoc. Big lad smashing up and then very very quick lad coming in to basically mop up. With Farrell doing the distribution, I mean, it's not really been tried. Like you know, I
0: kind of feel like, why not? Give it a whirl, like... you think you might have a go at it today, but we'll see, I suppose. Well, have uh, a go against Argentina or France, you know. Fuck it. In, the difficult thing is, is that... Do you remember it was in 99 when, when it was with New Zealand? You were like, They'd had such a, a cakewalk in the in the group mm-hmm. stages there, and that might have contributed to their sort of falling apart a bit when the pressure came
1: 2011 up. as well, 2011 yeah. I am... Undercoat. 2011, 2007, sorry. Yeah, 2007, <laughs> yeah. yeah.
0: So, and then there's something about... But, there's something about it. we. It'll be interesting to see how England deal with coming up against. <laughs> is it France next, or Argentina next time? Argentina's next weekend, isn't it?
1: Yeah, I think it might be Argentina next. Yeah.
0: Anyway, so it'll be interesting to see what happens. It was a fairly standard win. It's hard to know all. It, it's hard to know what to take completely out of that for England, other than that it was better than last time, which is. But yeah. you've got to hope it'll be better again next time, and you start yeah, to get an idea of what the first like they're 15 improving. Is. Yeah.
1: yeah, and I think that's all you can. You know. It was absolutely, you know, without wishing to be sort of too Wales centric, it didn't have the sort of ooh purring backs moves that mm. Wales had, had some in the lovely... first half against Georgia. But it didn't have also have them basically just taking the foot off in the second half either. So it's kind of like a mixed bag in mm. a similar kind of way.
0: It had some very nice individual moments when the game was broken up. George mm. Ford had some lovely moments. Jones yeah, had did. some lovely moments. Um, so we'll see how the pattern goes on with that uh, we're going to do shit good at the end and thank you everybody sent stuff in but let's just talk about what's coming up this weekend there's no rugby tomorrow what I the fuck fo- what's the actual i so about it yeah so there's
1: like, no
0: rugby what are we tomorrow gonna do? what am I going to do tomorrow eh? as Sucking you said get some actually get some work done without looking at me <sighs> phone all the time yeah oh,
1: that's for that
0: Uh, What have we got this weekend? On Saturday, uh, we are opening up with with Japan. No, we're opening up with Argentina Tonga at 5.45. And guess who's getting up to write about that, ladies and gentlemen? (laughs) And, you know, that seems Um, bad enough. Don't forget, that that live blog goes live an hour before that kicks off. So I'll be Mm -hmm. there from 4.45 a.m. Uh, having a right old uh, good time with that with
1: I mean, who's, who's going to be with you there
0: well to be what? fair it is a global audience Josh don't forget uh, and I actually when I did the Unigrad uh, game Wednesday morning I, I logged on at r four and the only person who was working was the Australian Guardian Australia sports editor <laughs> so I had to message him and say am I good to go on this and I put in my preamble I said good morning he, he, he emailed me immediately and said can you take a good morning out and just say hello because it's the middle of the afternoon here I was like, oh yeah, of course. So actually, yeah, I might get quite a few people. Well, Good for something. example, people in Tonga. Yeah. It'll be in the middle of, yeah. middle of the afternoon, yeah, yeah, right. yeah, yeah. So
1: and for the Argentines, it'll be even earlier than it. it'll be basically late at night for them. Like, yeah, like eight hours evening. behind there? Eight. Yeah, it it'll be a sort of early evening. They'll be, love be it. Nice.
0: And they'll be that nice and tanked up on some kill mess yeah, yeah. and a uh, Yeah.
1: Full
0: of steak,
1: etc <laughs> Other Argentinian <laughs> trucks
0: <laughs> are available. Are available indeed. Um,
1: um yeah, uh, it's quite an interesting game now, actually, because obviously Tonga acquitted themselves relatively well against England from a physical point of view. Argentina should have too much for them, but...
0: Uh, so Tonga seemed quite well organised in defence and just kind of lost yes. through like persistence in the end, if you know what I mean, English mm. persistence. It'd be interesting to see if things don't start coming off for Argentina, if they increasingly start to go a bit mad, but I think Udipoleta's <laughs> starting, oh. isn't he? So I think that might help. Um, oh. it'll still be a win for Argentina I think but it'll, it will it, it could be interesting if it's a bit close at half time I think yeah I think
1: it could not be as as comprehensive as we might have expected it to be which is always nice speaking of things that will be as comprehensive as we expect them <laughs> to be uh, Japan, Island, I think is probably only going to go one way isn't
0: it yeah I think they're going to get they are going to be, it is going to be Japan or the mortar and Ireland are once again the pestle I think this week I'm
1: afraid so yeah
0: so that'll be that. And then we've got uh, South Africa and Namibia, which I'm covering speaking of, afterwards. Speaking yes, uh, of Walter and Passel, Oh, good point. Um, well, it's worse than that. That'll be like a, I don't know, something massively industrial that's crushing something yeah, pathetic.
1: It's a, a sort of, you know, proton accelerator, isn't it? <laughs> it is like know, a proton accelerator. Or
0: a firing. massive rock fall onto like a load of mice, basically.
1: <laughs> Just firing sort of blue-shirted Namibians. <laughs> through a particle accelerator into a, a steel plate and seeing <laughs> if you can find the God particle.
0: Could this be our first 100-point score?
1: Um, certainly, maybe, yeah.
0: <laughs> it's got that potential, is not it? It's up in the 80s, isn't it? Yeah,
1: if not, then New Zealand Canada on Wednesday probably will be. Um, mm. uh, yes, so that's Saturday. Um, not exactly Super Saturday like last week, but, you know.
0: But you can't it's a World everything, Cup. Everything is a super day when it's the World yeah. Cup.
1: Well, when there's three games of rugby to watch before lunchtime, surely that's a great day.
0: Yeah. Sunday. Um, Anything happening Sunday, Sunday, Josh, that you're looking forward to? Uh,
1: I mean, I'm going on all day, mate. But, um... <laughs> oh, yeah, you are, not yeah. you? I am, yeah. Shortly before that, uh, yeah, we've got Georgia Uruguay, which we've all spoken about a little bit, and yeah. Australia Wales, which, I mean, I've got no fucking idea how this game's going to go, to be honest. Absolutely not a one.
0: Uh, Yeah, well, it's hard to draw anything from what's happened before, is it? Australia pulled themselves... I I said, well, I've said that on Monday, I said watching the Fiji-Australia game, if I was Welsh, I wouldn't be too worried or I wouldn't think there's anything to be frightened of. Having said that, that doesn't mean i would be massively confident either.
1: I do think think Wales
0: have it well within them to beat that Australian team. However, Australia are Australia and they are playing Wales. So. Yeah,
1: I've seen this movie before. I'm not going to be expecting anything other than a heartbreaking loss, to be honest. But on paper, we probably should have too much for them. Just by playing sensible, normal, non-insane rugby and just death by thousand cutsing them. But we probably won't. We'll probably start trying to play Harlem Globetrotters shit and throw seven intercepts.
0: I think a combination this these new first phase moves that you've got plus the kind of that that plus that crushing thing that they could do last year, I think it's looking good, I think it's looking good, but
1: well uh, we'll see, but I mean the sort of the good thing is that fiji's loss means that we can you know as long as we beat Fiji we'll be all right really
0: yeah, that yeah. is true actually. Yeah.
1: So, so he puts, you know, I still would. I'd rather not have to go into that Fiji game needing a win to qualify. I'd rather just win the group and not have to play England in the quarters because that'll be annoying. But
0: you've never been in a better position, I think, than now to beat Australia in a World Cup. Yeah, agreed. So but, it should go. Uh, yeah. It should go well. Either way, I think it should be a fucking humdinger, and it'll be tense. It'll be a fun- good
1: game. Yeah, yeah, it'll be horrible. I'll need a holiday after it, which is good, because I'm literally getting on a plane about 20 minutes after the game finishes. Um, Um, And then before, and then on Monday, of course, we've got Scotland-Samoa, which, I mean, Samoa have lost two of their better players to suspension now, which has got to be a good thing for the Scots. mm -hmm. Um, I mean, it's got to be a fucking... They've got to put some... Right some wrongs here, surely. It's got to be
0: a 20-point win. 20-point yeah. spread, this should be.
1: Surely. It's
0: so a minus 20 for Scotland, this is. Got to be.
1: Got to be. It yeah, absolutely has to be. I mean... They've lost any it's...
0: price, haven't they? And Purgos yeah, yeah. is here. Yeah. Fucking Purgos. Blessing.
1: Mm. But that doesn't mean that it shouldn't be an absolute fucking battering for Scotland. Well, not a battering, but just no, a comfortable win. It should win. be
0: a comfortable 20-point win. That's yeah. what it should be.
1: <laughs> if it's not, I mean we're heading into Scotland in crisis territory.
0: Oh yeah, that'll Which, be, I mean, know. yeah. would be interesting to see what happens if they win, but it's like really fitful and they win by like five points mm. or something. That'll mm. be a proper Scotland in crisis thing. They'll have to get, I mean, how many independent commentators they'll have to get to explain <laughs> why that was actually a good thing.
1: <laughs> and why you bastards should know your fucking place and shouldn't be, <laughs> should be expected to be like Scotland winning. <laughs> what the fuck is that about, by the way? Absolutely Honestly. Insane
0: nonsense weird 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 um yeah right then that was the very quick rattle to the preview because you had an hour and a half of us on monday so you know we have to kind of keep it give you we'll be back again next week doing something so you know there's only so much time you've got to get through all this anyway so shall we go into the shit good
1: uh we probably should yeah
0: what have you got that shit josh
1: uh refs (laughs) i don't want to fucking talk about it but it's just just like when World Rugby is noticing and openly going yeah they're shit to be honest (laughs) it's not good is it
0: it's like like talking about a teenage son I mean we've tried everything with him (laughs) honestly we've moved schools he's been to like you know we've put him through karate (laughs) and just nothing you know we've tried to give him some discipline that way nothing is working it's uh, your (laughs) guess is as good as Um, mine and they always blame the the governing body for these things but honestly there's nobody tried harder than us to sort this out
1: uh, I mean, the reality is that you know rugby needs fundamental change in the way it's refereed, and probably with more than one official on the park at one go.
0: When I, I don't watch NFL much, but when I went to the NFL when I was in America mm-hmm. last week, that was the first thing I stood and I thought: there's fucking three of them looking at this. Yeah, just and that's just one in a way, one movement in it. Yeah, the scrimmage Rugby's in NFL a is much, one much movement.
1: more complicated they,
0: game. They they go into each other, and you've got to keep an eye on if somebody's generally if somebody's holding or yeah, you know, all that stuff, don't you? And there's three of them doing it.
1: Yeah. There's one person to watch the lineman, There's one person to watch the backfield. And there's one person to watch for everything else. Yes. And like rugby, honestly, you know, and it has line judges and back judges as well. Yes. You know, there's I'm five, telling. there's five. Yeah. There's five officials and television officials. You know, rugby needs at least two refs, one on the yeah. attacking side, one on the defensive and, side, and in more my opinion. It's not
0: always better. It's not an automatically better thing. It needs thinking through, but there is something about, yeah, and I think the trouble, and it's with rugby being so dynamic. The NFL, it's easy because it's static. So the three of you can move to the right position while the game starts <clears> again, <throat> can't yeah. you? So it's uh, it
1: creates more people potentially getting in the way. But I think you know hockey deal with
0: no, it. Hockey have one in each half, don't they? They deal yeah,
1: with it. It's it's surely it's surely surmountable. If with the only issue will be finding enough fucking competent refs. But we'll see. Anyway,
0: imagine how many year. gifts they'll do with a. Uh, of that, of his eighteen refs to gif. Okay. Anyway,
1: uh, one thing I will say was uh, speaking of refs not being shit. I know we're all bored of Nige now hmm. and his shtick. Yes, but I did enjoy him saying to Tyler Arden this morning, uh, Arden, I should say, um, go and have a talk with your team and maybe have a talk with yourself as well because <laughs> you were the one that gave away the penalty.
0: Have a was... word in your own shell, like <laughs> have yeah. a
1: word with this... yourself, <laughs> which. I know we're all bored at night trying to be what's funny Nige's for the camera. What's dressing a bear laugh. all about? What, what what's the, the dressing a bear is all about? That about?
0: Fuck me! It, Since when was it his brand that he's he's he he makes people refined? I genuinely like. How do you I get thought, from he tells I, people what to do in so, in a charming way, which he does, let's be honest, yes. to I'm dressing to a bear for a, a bear in a car yeah. advert.
1: Mad. The, for the life of me, I, 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 I've I forgotten about that, but I watched that. To be honest with you, I've watched quite a few adverts during this Rugby World Cup, just open-mouthed with <laughs> just disbelief. Uh, quite a lot of them. Remember
0: we said before it started, let's nobody openly does a DHL from 2002 in the, yeah. the Korea-Japan World Cup. And I don't think anyone's done anything quite that bad, but it's no. it's getting up there. There's,
1: there's been an awful lot of... Yeah everyone's just it's brought out everyone's worst vaguely culturally insensitive yeah. impulses anyway we did that monday um, so let's move on yeah what else goal kicking is shit Ooh. holy fuck was it shit.
0: <laughs>
1: didn't matter who it was either
0: no vola vola came on exactly the same, out, out exactly same outcome yeah what the fuck? and that was in a way that was one of the turning points of the game when they got that oh, yeah. penalty at about 60 minutes mm. very kickable Upstairs yeah. Matavese and absolutely spanned it off the outside yeah. of his left boot. Awesome. Well, they
1: left about eight points, didn't they? Something like that. Something like that, yeah. On the tee. That's the win right there.
0: Yeah. Uh, shit, good. We got shit. Felix Task gets in touch. He said shit. Well, actually, we just mentioned it. He said shit was Matavese's goalkeeping. It was tough to hmm. watch, even though I was desperately wanting Uruguay to win. Yeah, I know what you mean, Felix.
1: <laughs> it's not fun to watch somebody be that bad at their job, is it?
0: No, it's not. And especially because he's a nice guy, is he, Josh Matavese. He's like, you know, sort of, you know, you don't want this to happen to him, do you? Uh, Kyle Walsh gets in touch. He says that shit is sleeping in and missing the Euroby game. I well and truly fucked it. Well, I'm glad you said it, Kyle. Yeah. So, you know, James Franklin gets in touch. He said, shit is wise. No one talking about the Premiership Rugby Cup at the moment. Good point. Well, actually, you've uh, Patreon special is a is a podcast on the Premiership Rugby Cup. No, it's not.
1: No, it's absolutely not.
0: There's a Championship Cup I game do, I'll on level, this Sunday. I
1: level with you. I did watch the Premiership Rugby Cup uh, um, on whenever watch, I watched. You are I watched such
0: such a rugby hipster, Josh. You really I are.
1: I know. Um, Pro 14 starts on Friday. Don't forget.
0: Well, after the World Cup, I'm assuming we've got a week and then the Heineken Cup. Kicks in, does it? Must do.
1: Uh, I think it's been pushed back a little bit. Has it? But um, yeah, you know, the Premiership isn't starting for like another three weeks, but Pro 14 is right in there starting when no one that. gives a fuck.
0: Just think about how much of a fucking Ibiza 1998 post-party fucking come down we're all going to be on when we have to do the oh, first Premiership God. weekend and the first pro, team, pro 14 weekend after all of this. It's going to be... I just Hey, you know, we like rugby. Don't get me like it. wrong, but it is going to be—it's going to be a tough one. We'll be sat there, like lacking sleep, sweating.
1: I just think I'm going to just refuse to talk about rugby in it. <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to—I'm not going to acknowledge or accept that that passes for that. that the Premiership yeah. is rugby. That you
0: know? will be the week when we do a full podcast on what is and isn't a sandwich, because I think yeah, that, that needs to be revisited. <laughs> so. <laughs> Uh, Uh, Robin gets in touch and says that shit is continuing with Elliot Daly at 15 and Francis pretending he's international class. Good is how amazing Watson would be at 15 and JJ demonstrating he can be world class. I think he's demonstrated that before, Robin, uh, if you ask me, Uh, JJ, I mean, Um, and long may it continue. But yeah, we had this debate on Monday. We agree that Watson should probably be at 15.
1: Uh, yeah, absolutely.
0: Dave McGee gets in touch and said, shit, it was Josh Matavesi, yeah, and Nick, Nicky Gonevar. Yeah, you know, we, we talked about some tournament too mm. far for some people, didn't Ooh, we? Oh, yeah. He looked, to, he, he looked to be creaking a bit, didn't Nicky, didn't he?
1: Yeah. Um, shit from uh, SourDust, long Star Bird, uh, Canada's woof dangling, which uh, he's... <laughs> Good word. Described, He was going to type Canada's tackling, but we need a whole new word for what they consider tackling. I agree. Yes, it was fucking abysmal.
0: Uh, Tom Gorman Tom Parkin sorry gets in touch and says shit his fi- he's been a Fiji supporter and wondering how presumably a team of bricklayers managed to beat us yes yeah uh, Rihanna um, Garth Jones gets in touch and says that shit is Hodge's defence in that citation, citation hearing not just that he apparently oh didn't God, know about the framework about but all of his arguments in his defence so he said he didn't yeah. know, didn't he? He said he didn't know he said about the law. He, he, he
1: hadn't been, they said, well, you know the the new tackle guidelines, which we've discussed on the podcast. It's a very clear flow chart. Yeah. And he goes, no, nah, mate, never seen that before. <laughs> at which, which point in the fucking thing, you know, it's, the, it's like the panel is concerned by this and we'll need to follow up with this at a later <laughs> date. And it's like, so basically the ARU has either... Tried the very ballsy strategy, and Michael Check has just gone. Ah, don't what about it, mate? Just go in there and say, honest mistake, never looked at it, never bothered. Sorry, yeah, shit. And nobody
0: will cite us because they'll come to my face and tell us about it because you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's.
1: Yeah, what we'll do is we'll 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 just we'll just carry on as normal. If anybody cites us, we'll we'll but call them out. But even the and most basic the spirit of the
0: fucking game. idiots knows that ignorance <laughs> of the law is no defence to anything in any no, walk uh, of life. So why did he think that that was something that's going to work?
1: I don't know, but all it's demonstrating, basically, is that, you know, Australia are not... (laughs) The Players' Union should be fuming about that, really. Genuinely, actually, yeah, that's a good point, yeah. Because that shows to me that the ARU are not doing, you know, being a good and responsible employer by not educating their employees about significant changes in the rules that could have material impact on those employees' ability to continue working. You know, from a pure fucking employment law point of view, it's like, have you not been told about this thing that could potentially get you banned for, like, ages? Yes, indeed. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I suppose Rhys Hodge could probably sue his own employer now for loss of earnings that he's incurred through them not training him (laughs) correctly.
1: Well, yeah, it's like... It's, it was just a very weird attempt at getting out of that, and I feel like it will backfire on them a little bit.
0: Uh, Mark B gets in touch and he says, shit is hearing that the USA is a sleeping giant of rugby. It isn't. It couldn't care less. And then Dave Buckley followed up on that, saying that shit related to that was Stephen Jones naming his England the England game today as the win over the USA as the best of the tournament so far, and claiming oh, yeah. that England were quote-unquote flawless. What is
1: Stephen Jones's problem?
0: I I, I can't work out if he's just still he's like a contrarian Welsh, wanker, right? basically. Yeah, but he's Welsh, and I've never
1: no other commentator or columnist sort of
0: is up England's ass nearly as much as Stephen Jones. It's Weird man. Do you remember when did we found, we dug out that in the Lions two thousand and four oh, podcast yes. and you dug out that, that oh, yes. interview with Woodward, where he was basically licking Woodward's arse like you would not yeah. believe. It's remarkable. Yeah. I thought you were gonna say what is Stephen Jones for then, rather than what is Stephen Jones's problem, and that would I would yeah. be even more mystified with that one. Yeah. Maybe the Alexa sleeping giant though, because maybe the, the giant when it awakes up is like everybody else, it basically turns the telly on and props and pillars up behind itself and, you know, mm. considers whether to yeah. masturbate, stuff like that, you know.
1: Yeah, maybe,
0: yeah. Um, anyway, so that's the shits out of the way. Let's move on to yes. the gods quickly. We said we'd do this in 45 minutes. We're running behind, but we're not yeah. bad.
1: Oh. We're nearly there. As long as we get done in an hour, I'm happy. I'm um, good is Jeff Hassler's lovely, lovely hair. <laughs>
0: yes. He looks is.
1: like he's walked straight out of Lords of Dogtown, and honestly, I'm here for it.
0: Your man, Quill, who got sent off for the reddest of red cards you've ever seen, red, redder <laughs> yes. than a baboon's arse. Um, yes. He, What I did, and I'd said this until I said it again here, what I think was good is that he is quite possibly the most seven-looking seven in the entire tournament,
1: Mr. Quill. He absolutely is, yeah. Looks he's like he loved. does a
0: bit of crossfit. Yeah. You know, nuggety little Ma- thing.
1: Yeah. Massive top off.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Not really he's, that tall. You know, that yeah, kind of thing. Yeah,
1: he's... he's and and a bit of a shithouse, so you know.
0: I've just realised what Ga, Ga, uh, Gaminara looks like, and it's and he he looks like a South American Terry Cobner. <laughs> and I think he I does love him even more now. That's fucking <laughs> unbelievably true. <laughs> uh, yeah, he's,
1: he's. I can imagine him, oh yeah. See, now that's just too good. Now I'm not going to be able to think of him as anything other than the Uruguayan Terry Cobner. <laughs> Anyway. anyway um, yeah,
0: so whatever you guys have got is good.
1: Uh good. Uh Robert uh Donald gets in touch and says, Good, the pure popcorn of RTE's coverage with uh Ferris and He Slip's barely concealed disdain for Eddie O'Sullivan escalating to all out war as Ferris asks how Eddie would try to come from a long way behind in a World Cup game due to his experience
0: <laughs> on the matter. Yes!
1: I knew I liked Stephen Ferris. <laughs> Oh,
0: oh I that's mean, brilliant. Barely concealed the sort of hatred, shit. basically, that's across the pulpit. That's,
1: that's what ITV is robbing us of. I want people that despise each other in the studio. None of this fucking matey-matey, weren't we all there in 2003 bollocks.
0: Matt gets in touch. He says, good is damn Bigger getting caught on Ref mic, panicking at the Georgia defensive oh line, God, line I and shouting, oh, fucking hell, so that's Oh much. Foot. It wasn't
1: just the fact that he shouted "Oh fucking hell," but it was the fuck it, it was the beautiful,
0: Swan- the tonality of it, the Swansea the act- tonality of it, yeah, and, and just the,
1: the, the. Oh, for fuck's sake! Am I going to have to deal with this <laughs> of it all? If I, I'm, I'm going to get it up here because. Oh what? Fuck off! The media has been disabled in response to a report by the copyright owner. Oh
0: no! That dude. is an
1: absolute disgrace. World rugby, hang your head in shame.
0: Um, Only they they are allowed to put videos up of things showing endless, endless amounts of respect.
1: Apparently, going all fucking out. That
0: wouldn't fit with the respect (laughs) paradigm, which is apparently all fucking pervasive (laughs) right now. (laughs) Oh, that's fucking
1: bollocks. But yeah, it was it was the gloriousness of him just going, of him looking up, seeing seven Georgian lads run towards him with no cover and he's just been given the ball and he's got oh, fuck it out <laughs> it was the it was the annoyance of, oh, for fuck's sake why yeah. have I been given this ball I am the 10 here this is yes it was peak damn bigger yeah
0: Amra gets in touch and says good is Uruguay's progress and linked to that John Horan gets in touch and says is good was Vasily Artemiev and Juan Manuel Gaminara for their post-match interviews yes absolutely I haven't got Artemiev I have a clip a clip of Artemiev but yes I agree no cracking moustache on him as well lovely yeah martin thompson gets in touch and said it's good is the fact that farrell just brushed off that massive smash to the head and kept playing hashtag nails uh, yeah actually i do respect the fact that like his dad he just went is that all you fucking got pal and carried on yeah. however i am i always temper that with i'm not sure how much we should value that warrior sort of value is what yeah it's, doing, an, it's an increasingly kind of like,
1: uncomfortable yeah. thing to it's a sort of lionize isn't it? Yeah. Although um,
0: I do agree with you, it was fucking amazing. But it really it's Yeah. And the fact that he got it, it shows how fucking hard he is. But having said that, if it had just caught him and maybe on the wrong bit of his temple, he would have had no choice about carrying on because it's not a, uh, you know, you don't. The head is not the head can't be trained like the rest of your body can it?
1: No, you can't put muscle
0: on your head. <laughs> you know, <laughs> unless you've got muscle in your head, like the yeah. Hina, for example. His head yes. is probably full of muscle. Yeah. So I feel like Lee Halfpenny's head's got more
1: muscly. Look at him next time he's taking a goal kick. His <laughs> head shall. feels bigger than it used to.
0: A Bit more toe. I feel like he's, sort of feel like like he's put bones. on like sort
1: of more muscle around his neck and his jaw area. Maybe he's had some sort of Jamie Roberts
0: transplant, I don't know. It's difficult because he came along when he was still about twelve, didn't he? So that that's probably tragic. just a man body now, isn't he? <laughs> Uh, um, Curtis Neese gets in touch and says that good is drop goals are somewhat yeah. qualified somewhat a presence in this World Cup sort of again back.
1: sort of back yes yeah. uh, Tom Griffiths just says Genge and yes <laughs> what a glorious moment that was yes loved it
0: Tom Gorman gets in touch and says good is Italy's back row of staying Peledri and Negri going full oh. turbo bastards yes be interesting to see if they can do it against somebody who's obviously not Canada but I like what I see. Mm. If that survives for the for the because surely surely Parise has gone after this World Cup isn't he? Has that been confirmed? Oh mate,
1: if he's not it's an absolute disgrace on all for all counts. Have you he any... should realize he's done.
0: Like we are very nearly done. So have you got any more goods?
1: Uh no, I think pretty much every, to be honest with You honestly everyone was just saying good Uruguay and shit Clive Woodward which we <laughs> <laughs> broadly covered. Um, yeah.
0: So sorry we haven't called you out by name for that, but was a, there was a yeah, lot of you. Thank there was you. a
1: lot of you. Yeah.
0: That is us before this next weekend. We will I'll see you if you join me at the Guardian, obviously. Um oh, yes. we'll see you on Twitter. Enjoy the weekend. Long Indeed. live this wonderful month.
1: Oh, I love it.
0: And we will speak to you all very, very soon. Take care. Indeed. Goodbye. See you later.